Hello, my name is Damien, the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad, and host of the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. Wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, and whatever you happen to be doing, I hope you enjoy. Thank you. We are victim of illusion. You are listening to the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast. And the next 30 seconds are brought to you by our album Invisible Light, available at our Bandcamp website. I'm back. Am I better than ever? Well, that's for you to decide. I've done some thinking and reflecting in my downtime. And one of the things I've realised is that, in general, we can do better with how we interact with people whose theological position we disagree with. Play the ball not the man, as they say. Now, I have to admit that as high a standard as I try to achieve with Twitter debates about theology, I haven't always lived up to that standard. I've taken things personally. I've let my frustrations get the better of me. I tweeted when I shouldn't have. But this doesn't mean I won't try to do better. I want to, because I don't want people to be scared of questioning their beliefs or of discussing their ideas with me or other like-minded people. What I want to say to those people is, come on in, the water's warm. To those people who I've wronged and we've had to make amends, thank you for your patience. And to anyone I haven't pissed off yet, either your turn is coming or you have wonderfully thick skin. But I am going to say this. I'm sick of apologists and I'm sick of apologetics. Every single argument for God I've heard in the last couple of years ever since I came out online on Twitter as an atheist, they all rely on either assuming God exists to prove God exists, assuming the truth of the Bible to prove the truth of the Bible. The arguments rely on gaps in our current knowledge to say, look, that's proof of God right there. Or the arguments are just complete non-sequiturs. And, for example, the Kalam. That one manages to hit all four. So, to Christians, if you want to reach us atheists, 
do these two things. Number one, give us a positive and testable definition of God that we can independently verify. Don't give us something that relies on gaps in our knowledge or is simply philosophical word salad. Because if we find the answer and it turns out it wasn't God, what are you going to do? Are you going to be honest and admit you were wrong? Or are you going to keep trying to squeeze both yourself and God into an even smaller gap? Me? I'd just rather you be honest. And number two, be our friend. Don't come across or look like or sound like a professional apologist. Be a real person. The best arguments and the best discussions I've had about God have been with people who have sat down, reasonably explained their position, and not acted like douchebags or atheist haters or trolls or piled up with the gotcha questions. The best discussions have come with people who have just acted like regular, normal people who aren't pontificating from their moral high horse or soapbox. Because even if we don't change our mind right there on the spot, as long as you don't turn us away, then you'll get another shot later on. Now, to atheists, here is some hard advice. Stop trying to humiliate believers, especially the ones who want to have open and honest conversations. We need to rectify the angry atheist stereotype, and we need more of them to talk to us. While calling Christians stupid, or fairy tale believers, or pedophiles, may get a pop from the excitable atheist crowd, it also stops people from crossing the bridge to chat with us, and it makes the only people willing to cross the bridge the ones looking for a fight. Put it this way, if you saw barbarians at the gate, would you open up? And now I say this to both Christians and atheists. Yes, we can disagree. And disagreements are inevitable. But the test of our character is in how we negotiate those disagreements and handle ourselves when the temperature begins to rise. There's only so much china in the shop that the bull can smash. And what happens when the bull has smashed all the china in the shop? The china shop will still be there. And now you've given bulls a bad name. But having said all that, there is room for snark and sarcasm and pithy quotes. Anyone who knows me knows that I love a good meme. But the trick is to not be mean-spirited. The trick is to highlight a point of contention to get people to think and to consider if their stance is really worth holding onto. Not everyone is going to be your friend. Your personal style won't be for everyone. Not everyone will want to have that honest conversation. But if we all made honest conversation 
a viable option, then those who find blocking the easy way out will find that they've blocked themselves into an echo chamber and the world will have left them behind.